Jamie's log. Progressive. The Harrington's Backyard, day 11, 4.43 a.m. The tent I set up in the Harrington's Backyard to prove Progressive has 24-7 protection has a rip in it. But a little rain won't stop me. Mrs. Harrington says she totally understands 24-7 protection means 24-7. Gonna stay a few more days to make sure. It's hailing now. That's fun. Progressive doesn't just offer a great price when you bundle home and auto. We offer round-the-clock protection, just not literally from Jamie. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Liftoff will start in T minus 10 seconds. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. Hey, everybody. This is Craig Ackerman, TV play-by-play announcer for the Houston Rockets. What's up, everyone? This is Jackson Gatlin, host of Locked on Rockets. This is Chris Chavez. This is your boy, Heezy, a.k.a. Raheel Ramzanali. It's Sean from Shots and Thoughts. This is Will, a.k.a. Bias Houston, king of Rockets Twitter. This is Chucky Brown, former professional NBA basketball player for the 1995 NBA champion Houston Rockets. This is Timoteo Keister. What up, what up? It's Roosh Williams, the Mastodon himself. What's up, Rockets fans? This is Hollywood Don Knock, host of the Launchpad podcast and the legendary Rockets Twitter spaces. This is Devin White, a.k.a. The Gentleman. It's your boy, Von Wafer, former Houston Rocket, retired professional NBA basketball player. Ah. Four, three, two, one. We have ignition. And you are listening to the Summit State of Mind podcast. What is going on, everyone? You are listening to the Summit State of Mind, the podcast of Dream Shakes and Step Backs, and everything Houston Rockets, presented by the Minute Media Podcast Network and the official podcasting fan site. It's Houston Rockets' website, spacecityscoop.com. I am your host, your commissioner, Kenny. Of course, with me, as always, is my brother, my tag team partner, the GM, Justin. Yo, man, I'm telling you right now, like, this is going to be a very exciting episode. I'm super psyched. On a Monday, we're recording this on a Monday right now, but I want to tap in, just check in and see how you're feeling. How are you doing today? Oh man, I'm good. Very excited. You know, it was a really hot day today, but you know, it's summer early over here in H-Town. You know, if you're not staying cool, you might be in a little bit of trouble. You know what I'm saying? Make sure those ACs are like already and function because it's about to be hot. <laughs> hot, hot boy summer is about to be real. So. Oh, bro, you already know, man. <laughs> Yo, man, I'm going to tell you all right now, and I already prefaced it this, but this is going to be such an exciting episode. We are so excited to get this guy on. I've been known for getting intros. Let's see if I can introduce this man properly. He is the man who claimed the throne in the OBL's first tournament right here in H-Town, and he is going to represent the H when he goes to Las Vegas to vie for the ultimate crown of $250,000, introducing for the first time at the Summit John Jordan, how you doing, my man? My guys, what's up? What's going on? Finally here. Let's get it. <laughs> We're just happy to have you, man. Congratulations, first of all, on your dub, man. We couldn't make it out to Sunday. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we were just really happy to see that you got the dub, man. And, you know, I'm sure you're able to put some use for a little bit of that money for sure. For, the, for, for you. Sure. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I, man, I just appreciate the fact that someone from the H held it down that was from the H you know what I mean like <laughs> man it was only you guys it was only right man I and I'll tell you guys this story man like 
I'm just thankful. First off, thank y'all for having me on the on the show, man. We finally, you know, we finally here in one piece and we getting it done. So mm-hmm. shout out to you guys for having me. Um, but like I said, man, I, I I'm just thankful that I was able to get to Houston, you know, for the event. I mean, that week, everything leading up to you know the actual event was just a crazy, a crazy like you know kind of tornado ish um type of scene for me you know what i mean traveling across the world and getting back to houston for it so you know i'm just grateful and i'm glad i was able to, to come through and do it man well, i'm i'm excited we're excited to hear your story because we're gonna we're gonna take this like in chunks here so right i want i, I want to know the story because i know it's gonna come later on I, in the episode and i can't wait to hear because i'm actually very excited now i guess you right right let's let's turn the clock first and foremost let's go back to you know back when you know back we we established we're, we're 90s babies we're not except for this old man to my left he's a he's a, he's an 89er he's an 89er yeah not, man not like you us just 90s had to out, out my age man <laughs> I had to. 89 yeah bro 32 baby my magic johnson year you know what i'm saying <laughs> you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, as time goes, the 30s become the, you know, I mean, the, the, the 30s become the, the 40s now and whatever, you know, I mean, everybody's yeah. getting a little bit younger now. So it's all good. I, you're, you, you're right. Look at that. He told, <laughs> look at that. He's, he's pumping you up, man. Now I know who I, we can I go feel to. that love, bro. Thank you, man. And anytime I need that good, positive affirmation from my age, I'll be sure to come to my boy, John. You already know. Yeah, yeah, man, holla at me because, you know, I'm only saying that because, you know, I'm right around the corner from 32 myself. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I got I, I to get prepared for that. You know what I mean? Yeah, the legs, the legs are quite. I think they work a little differently from what he told me. So we'll for see what sure. ends up, right. We'll see what ends up happening. But look, I, I want to rewind the clock back. Like we said, look, I want to get like I want to know your roots and your history just in basketball like wh- where did mm-hmm. where did it start like i know you're f- you established you're from houston so you're an mm-hmm. h-town baby and like wh- where did your love from basketball like begin and like how did it progress from from then to you know ultimately where you are now right so i mean like we uh said h-town born and raised um grew up in you know i was kind of everywhere grew up kind of in the southwest area then moved to missouri city went to school at lake olympia middle school um, Fort, shout out to all my Fort Bend people, uh, went to Hightower High School and, and, oh. and yeah, Fort Bend Hightower High School. And by the way, we were, we had a squad, my specifically my sophomore year, um, uh, in high school, uh, we had a squad out and I'll get to that, but you know, I mean, just like anybody else, um, I was a young, uh, a young kid, you know, I just put a ball in the dream and, you know, just was trying to have you know, these big dreams and big aspirations of being a, a elite uh, hooper and stuff. And so um, my dad was definitely the first person that actually put a ball in my hand. He was a, a, a two sport athlete, played basketball and football. And so, um, like I said, he was the first one that put the ball in my hands. And, you know, from there, I just took it on and like um, just moving forward. Um, when I got to high, think about high tower high school is such a, 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 a great, school for sport it's a big time school for sports but it's so big time you almost got to choose whether you're going to play football or basketball there's only maybe in in my recollection only one person that was able to pull off playing football and basketball or just any dual sport that's that's my boy Braylon Addison shout out to BA um the only person that was able to play varsity basketball and varsity football so that just lets you know um, how, how dynamic um, the school actually was in sports. So um, from um, Hightower, I um, graduated and 
you know, went on and got a full athletic scholarship at Texas A&M Corpus Christi. You guys see, I got my, I got my bands on, man. Go Islanders. I love on, it. <laughs> my boy always got a rep, man. Rep. I got, I got a rep <laughs> at, at all times. You know what I mean? Uh, went on there and um, went to Corpus Christi, played four years there. I had a really, really uh, tremendous career at Corpus Christi. When I finished, when I graduated, I was number one all-time in points, number one in all-time assists, number one in all-time assists in the season, number one in field goals made, number one in minutes. I, like I, I had a, uh, I was able to have a tremendous career at at, at a university. Um, and so after um, I graduated from Corpus, I, I was not able to get drafted. However, I did um, was able to work out for. Um, was it five or six NBA teams uh, with the pre-draft uh, process? Shout out to my 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 guy. I have to mention uh, Gus Armstead, um, my guy out of Sacramento. He's like he was my pre-draft trainer and coach, and 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 then you know entering now we're entering the pro professional phase. Um, like I said, I didn't get drafted, but my first stop was I remember it was the Delaware 87ers in the G league. Well, in, at the time it was the D league, but now, you know, we got the, we have the G league now. So um, now that I think back on it, man, we had a really talented team that year. I'm talking about um, Sean Kilpatrick, Jordan McCray, oh, um, Christian Wood came a little bit later. Uh, Jordan Rayleigh. Uh, now, I mean, we had a really talented <laughs> team uh, from there. I went in, uh, you know, the G League is kind of very, very fluid. Guys get moved around. I got traded to the Erie Bayhawks, played um, along the likes of um, Adrian Payne. Uh, rest in peace. I don't know if you guys seen. Yeah, Draymond you know, Green's close friend, his uh, roommate. Yeah, exactly. Played mm-hmm. along uh, him, Alex Davis, um, Keith Applin. Also, the talented group, uh, Erie Bayhawks, shout out to them as well. Really, really talented group and with the Orlando Magic organization. But you know, after from from there, I went to uh, Toronto Raptors 905. And that's kind of like my career really started ascending um, just because like, you know, not, and, and it's not a knock on any other other organizations, but the R- Toronto Raptors really do it right. Like as from a professional standpoint, they are, you know, I've seen a lot of professional teams and how they operate and how they move like Toronto Raptors are really like far beyond a lot of organizations and you know and and, and it's just it's a testament to like when i got there my career just started taking off my knowledge of the game started improving my skill my the way i looked at the game started improving so um really a shout out to toronto raptors just the entire organization um um and yeah i when i was there i was able to win the the g league um slam dunk competition I think I saw those highlights, bro. Well, that, yeah. was, that was you nasty, were posting. You, you actually you posted it on your story. Like, was that was that today, right? You were like, it, damn, bro. It was to, it was today. You know, it's crazy because like people are still posting that, and this is years later. Like, <laughs> like people but literally, I get DMs every day of like these random accounts just posting that one moment and event and like it's just crazy that people are still posting years later Yo, john, so. john what's the vertical bro what's the vertical one time how, <laughs> how, how high can we get how high were you able to get because bro you were that head was touching the rim my guy <laughs> you know it's crazy like i've never told anybody this um i've never told anybody this but at that time um 
for sure, I probably was at like flat footed, standing straight up and jumping straight down. I probably was at 45 inches. Whoa. And with with like a one or two step gather, like a kind of a hop step, I was for mm-hmm. sure at 50 at that time, though. At that time, <laughs> <laughs> let's be specific. Let's be specific. Oh man, my younger baby legs, man. Y'all see me? I got the Air Jordan ones on. I was, I was different back then. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hooping in ones is next level, bro. That's tough. That's it's tough. That is like, tough, tough, bro. <laughs> like, it really is tough. It really is tough. So, I mean, like I said, I had a really, really good time in Toronto, and like I said, shout out to all my Toronto Raptors family, Shelby. Um, Masai, Jerry Stackhouse, he was my head coach. You know, oh, all my, right. my right. dude. Yeah, like yes. we had a really like I've been on nine professional teams. That by far is the like one of the nastiest team I played for or played with. Like I'm talking about the, the likes of Axel Tupain, he's world NBA champion, uh, uh Olympic gold medalist finalist for France. Um, Brady Hesler, Baylor alumni, one of the best shooters I've seen with my only two, my own two eyes. Eddie Tavares, six four guys, a Euro League champion. You know what I mean? Like making all his money in Europe. I mean, just a lot of people. Fred Van Fleet was in and out. Pascal Siakam was in and out. Um, this is and this is before like they had the standard two way contracts, and so like they were just kind of like bouncing up and down, but. You know, man, that team, CJ Leslie, like we were just loaded from top to bottom. Like it, it, that was a really EJ single. I'm sorry, guys. I got I got to shout all these guys. Out. <laughs> Get them all out, man. Get them all out. You can't miss one. You can't miss I, one, I can't, man. Like, listen, we were that good. Like every time I drop a name to people, like people would be like, wow, you hit him too. So it's just like we really were good. Like, you know, like EJ Singler, uh, Will Sheehy from Indiana, uh, Negus Webster Chan, Missouri guy, like. Good luck, uh, Okanobu, UNLV guy. Like, we were loaded, like, loaded. So, you know, I, I, ran, I, I ran on uh, my Toronto guys, so shout out Toronto. Um, but uh, after that, um, my, I started my first, uh, my, my European career. I played with Salon Vilpis in uh, Finland. From Finland, I played well, went and got bought out, bought, bought out to a team in Belgium. <clears throat> shout out Liege. And I'm getting to the point where I'm really, really taking off in my my career and I'm climbing up the ranks in Europe. I get to my Polish team, my Poland team, and like literally the first month of the season, I'm, I'm playing well. I'm, I'm, I'm killing everybody. And, and the last game of the preseason, I go down, like I go for a layup. Somebody chases me down or something happens. All I remember is I'm on the ground and my leg is like locked. Like uh, lots, like oh shit. Yeah. Right. Right. So I mean, I mean, imagine like how I'm feeling. Like I'm in a country, foreign country. Nobody speaks English, and and you know my leg is. I'm laying on the ground, and my leg is locked. So, shit. and you know, so I mean, it's, it's a huge, uh, role. It was a huge roadblock in my career, obviously. But uh, you know, I'm I'm a champion. I'm a warrior. So I just you know I did what I did and I fought through it. And you know, after that year. Um, what was after Poland? Uh, it was oh, okay. I went to Germany. Um, mm-hmm. uh, after after I sat out a year for my injury, I tore my meniscus fully, completely. Like uh-huh. it, it was like a year and a half process. I missed the entire year. Um, the following year, like late in the following year, 
Um, I signed to uh, Walter Tubingen, shot uh, Tubingen Tigers out in Germany. Um, then, right, then six games in or six games in, in my season, boom, the pandemic hits. So like, oh. yeah, so like COVID-19. So you now I'm sitting on a career that really got started, really got off to a, a, a great start. And now I got all these roadblocks and all these hurdles, you know, mm. my injury, then I recovered, then the pandemic. Now we all get sent home. And so, like, I definitely went through, you know, rough patches in my career. And and to see where I'm at now with the OBL and, you know, playing in Romania this past year, it's it's it's, it's it feels good to be, you know, back on my on my on my feet and on the right track. I just like the fact that you were able to like continue on like despite everything you know Facts. whether it hurt whether you get hurt whether it is the pandemic because i mean you're speaking you're speaking the truth of millions of people that lost jobs you know what i mean right like, so that that's true but then you know just that ability to c- continue to push forward and continue to not even just like recuperate but like not just to survive but thrive like to be even better you know right. what i mean and I, i'm not gonna lie to you man like well, we're going to go into this a little bit later, but I saw some of your moves, my man, in the OBL. And I was like, I was like, man, this, this guy, this guy, this guy might be able to win it all. But I, you know, but I, I digress. We'll talk more about that in a minute. But uh, yeah, man, no, this is just absolutely big time. Just kind of hearing your story and everything like that. Mm-hmm. I, I, man, like, so you, when you went into, so when you were going into Toronto, cause like, I just got to give props, you know, I'll give extra props to Toronto too. I just hear nothing but class things about that organization like that was oh gosh what year what year were you in there for that must have been two was that 15 or was it 14 no no no, no. that was i believe 18 so okay so 18. my my first professional year actually uh let's back up my first professional year was 2016 2017 so it was 2017 when i got to 905 i started with delaware 87 ers this was all in the my first year was all in one year i had a crazy first year i started oh, okay. with delaware okay. traded to erie then in the middle of that season, the same season, traded to the Raptors 905. So I played with three teams in one season. <laughs> so I had a pretty insane – and this is my rookie year. So Bro, like, man. As a rookie, I'm like, wow, is this how it really is? Like, you know what I mean? If you're not a max player, like, yeah. this is how it is as a pro, you know, in this market. <laughs> oh, man. My dude living the Jim Jackson life. If anyone remembers Jim Jackson from the 90s yes. and early 2000s, the dude played for almost every team in the league. <laughs> I remember. I, I love remember. that dude. I, I love remember. that guy. He was, a, he, was a, he was a lifestyle shooter. I remember Jim Jackson. Oh, yeah, 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 man. I mean, him back in the day with, like, Jay Kidd, uh, Jamal yeah. Mashburn, mm-hmm. you know, they were, the, they were the squad until Tony Braxton came in and tore that team up. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, but anyways, like I, you, you know, I, I digress. I digress. You know, mm-hmm. like, first of all, man, like, I really loved hearing your story, dude, like, especially mm-hmm. coming from Mo City. Kenny For and I sure. went to Elkins. So we were all mm-hmm. rivals, you know, like, like uh, for uh, yep. one of our guests, one of my good friends, uh, I don't know if you know, Devin White, he went to Oklahoma yeah. City Christian. That's my dude, man. I've yeah. known that dude since freshman year. And that is my guy. Like we, we, we always chat. We've had him on a few times and mm-hmm. we had him on once. Uh, what we went to a brewery in December when he was mm-hmm. in town for a very short time. So that's our boy, man. You know, that's, that's pretty much like Mo city, bro. I love it. I do. I, no, I know D white, man. That's my boy. D white. Yes. Crazy bounce. And I, our boy flight, man. That's real. Yeah. That's real. It's true, man. That, that was our dude, man. 
you guys were good too. Like Elston, shout out to Elston Turner. Uh, oh Tom, man, yeah. uh, what's his name? Jack Hill. Like you guys were good. Oh were man, my dear Jack. Talented. I, you know, I went to. I knew Josh Mishaw my whole Me, life. Josh like, Mishaw. I was. I was. I was. Like I knew that dude since like the first grade, you know, like a lot of those boys, we go way, way back, man. So it's crazy how small the world works. Yeah. Unreal, sure. man. But you know, um, I didn't want to get to you to ask about the Raptors. I'll mm-hmm. talk to you about Christian Wood in just a sec, mm-hmm. but obviously, you know, you learned a lot in that small part of your time and you speak right. so highly of the organization. Mm-hmm. Is there anything specific that stands out to your stint with that team and when in your short time in Canada, did it prep you at all for your stints overseas as well? Absolutely. I mean, the, the thing that jumps out to my mind with that particular organization is it was first off, it was led by a lot. Jerry Stackhouse was very hands on when he was there. And he was like the leaders, like the major shot caller. Everybody listened to Stackhouse. Obviously, for you know who he was, he's a you know 15 plus year NBA you know, veteran, very successful um, career. So, I mean, everybody's listening to him and just like the, the approach he gave us or the, the way he made us look at the game definitely helped my game and helped me, you know, become the player I am today. Like I'm talking about like this guy was a very detail oriented guy. And, you know, obviously coming out of college, you know, as a, as a PG, especially, I mean, we are like, we, we do, you know, harp on the details, but like going into the professional level, it's another level, especially coming from a guy of, you know, of, of, of his stature. He's very, you know, I mean, successful in it, in it or has a successful NBA career. So, I mean, like I said, the thing that jumps out to me was definitely the 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 details and, and how he harped on the details. Like literally after every game, we have this ginormous stat book of, Things we did right, things we did wrong, all the way to the T. JJ, no box, no box out on play twenty. Like JJ, no, no, no stick hand on play fifteen. Like it was that detail oriented, but it held everybody accountable mm-hmm. every time we were on the floor. And so those things I just picked up on and took them to you know everywhere else I've been. So like for sure, the the, the details is you know the thing that jumps out for the, for that particular organization. Man, I love to hear it, especially that I I totally forgot that Stackhouse, Jerry Stackhouse was your head coach, man, because if I remember correctly, he had one of the most unique free throw rituals I have ever seen, (laughs) you know, you know, like if anyone remembers that, right? Like, if I'm going to be completely honest, like he bends all the way down. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) You know, he he played with Michael Jordan. He played with Allen Iverson. The guy and he what he did he win a title? No, he didn't win a title in Dallas, but he was on that 06 team that went to the finals, I believe. Exactly. Absolutely. But you know, like I'm I'm pretty sure it's amazing to learn from a legend. And you know, for someone that's so experienced, it's wonderful to, you know, be able to learn from someone of his stature. And I'm sure it was really humbling too, man. You're just like, for sure. oh, you know, for sure. But I mean, but, um, I mean yeah, go for it. Go for it. Sorry about that. No, I was I was gonna just say it's different as a as a player receiving information, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. From like different type of coaches, like this is a play, you know, a player slash coach, right? We all, us being on the court, we look at Stackhouse as a player. Like he's pulled, like when he comes to practice, he has his sneakers on, he has shorts on. He literally like <laughs> any moment, <laughs> at any moment he can jump in at practice, which he really did. Like there were times where, you know, whether, you know, we would have, 
a shortage on guys or whatever the case may be. Some guys may be banged up or stack would literally easily just, you know, here, um, Shelby, hold my things, just jump right in practice. And so we're all with that approach. We're looking at him like he's a player slash coach It's different from a, a, a different coach that has never played the game. So that's why for us as players is very humbling. And like when he talks, like everybody's listening, because at the end of the day, I mean, Stackhouse, like we all know we're trying to get to where he's he's been to in, you know, in that basketball career. He's definitely been at the apex. And so when you got a guy like that in a leadership role, it, you have to listen. <laughs> Man, sure. um. I'm just, I, I just have to ask you, we're a Houston Rockets podcast. So I just, mm-hmm. I'm just curious to know how was it for your short period of time playing with Christian Wood? Um, I like the guy. We have an opinion on what he plays sometimes, <laughs> obviously, but you know, he seems like a good dude. He took them to watch <laughs> Batman. <laughs> so, you know, so I'm just, I just curious to know, like, how was your time playing with him over in, you said Delaware, correct? Delaware, Delaware. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was, I was literally on my way out when he had just arrived in Delaware, but Christian's a character. Like shout, first off, shout out <laughs> to my boy, C. Wood, man, I love you, but he's definitely, <laughs> Christian is definitely a character. He's a different kind of guy. He's, I mean, to be to be completely honest, he's a really, really good, uh, good guy. Really good teammate. Really good spirit. Christian is actually out of, with my own two eyes, one of the more talented basketball players I've ever seen. Just because his his height, his size, his length, and his he has a skill level to match that. A lot of guys. A lot of times you see guys that have the actual size. The the measurables, but they don't really have the skill level to ma- match it. Christian can like he can dribble, he can play make, he can make decisions. He, you know, he can pick and pop, and you know, hit a, a stretch three. Like Christian has a really big upside, and you know, the only thing about him is if he just stays locked in hundred percent of the time. And 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 I really think, uh, I mean, I could be definitely wrong. He could be for sure a max player in his NBA for sure, for sure. No, yeah, no, like, don't get me wrong. Like, when you do, it's funny that you're saying this because, like, we completely agree. Like, his mm-hmm. skill set is, I mean, you're, you're seeing the skill set. This dude's like 6'10, 6'11. You're seeing the skill set out of dudes that are probably like, what, 6'3, 6'4? Exactly. So he's, he's definitely like, he, like, could be a different cat off the court, but he is, he could be an animal, like, on the court as well. So, like, he's mm-hmm. earned that. And that's the thing, like, that's the thing like when people and that's like we're on the rockets twitter like we're with like all the rockets fans and and that's a big divide like does he deserve the max like does he deserve the max but he did put in the work i'm not gonna even like doubt that because the fact that he did go undrafted my man went undrafted too he went that route like he sure he went through the tough road so you know i'm it's gonna be you know you know good to see like what's gonna happen with him you know as it continually progresses but were you able to catch like the rockets from like this season were you able to catch anything kind of see what's been going on with them at all um, I wasn't able to watch a, a ton of their games, like uh, like the full totality of, the, of an actual game, but I definitely was able to catch up on the highlights and just trends of, you know, the ins and outs of the season. So I was definitely caught up. Um, I mean, they had a, a pretty uh, – I mean, obviously they had a, a – a, a, I don't want to say rough because, you know, you take what you take from the season away. So I don't know what they call their season. I mean, but obviously after losing to James Harding, uh, that type of player, like, I mean, your organiza- the organization is going to suffer, you know, the years following. So, I, I mean, I would I would imagine they've learned a lot about themselves. They've seen what a Christian Wood, uh, a Kevin uh, a Kevin Porter can do, and, you know, all these guys. And, you know, <clears throat> I kind of, my personal opinion, I, I, I kind of like where they're at as far as, you know, their youth. Obviously, they got to finish 
figure out the John Wall situation. I think it starts there. And mm. then I would imagine you can get a lot of pieces, a lot of picks or compensation, whatever you can for John Wall. So, I mean, until they figure out that John Wall situation, um, you know, they're kind of like just, you know, one of those teams that's in the NBA that's still trying to figure out their identity. Of course. I'm curious to see what's going to happen with them, too, as it progresses. Yo, man, I just have to ask this before we move on, though. Jalen Green's got some hops, man. Reminds me of a young, reminds me of a young John Jordan. You know what I mean? Man, man, like this, this <laughs> kid, Jalen Green is going to be special for real. Like mm-hmm. I, I can't, it's crazy. I didn't even mention Jalen, but like he's going to be, as, as long as he can remain healthy and, you know, just stay locked in. And, you know, John Lucas, is, as long as John Lucas is there, he's going to hold guys accountable. And um, mm-hmm. shout, a special shout out to my guy, John Lucas. But as long as he's there, he's going to hold all those young guys accountable. And those guys, he's going to make sure those guys are up and ready and playing hard every night. So as long as Jalen can stay locked in, as he can stay healthy, man, he's going to be special. Him and KP. And I like that little, that that trio, KP, Jalen Green, Christian Wood. I mean, they, 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 they show up every night. They're young, obviously. So they have a lot of uh, elastic energy. They're going to play hard every night. But, mm-hmm. you know. They they gotta figure out that John Wall situation. I mean, because we talking about the NBA, we talking about the Western Conference. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> so if you want if you want any chance, like you gotta make sure you come correct. Like, you mm-hmm. know, so that's just what it is. Absolutely, man. No, seriously, like it's gonna be like interesting to see how it continues to unfold, like with this Rockets and the rebuild. Progressive Snapshot can save you money based on how you drive and how much you drive. So the safer you drive, the more money you could save. Now, if you didn't hear that because you were looking at your phone while driving, let me say it again. Seriously, put down your phone. That is so unsafe. If you didn't do stuff like use your phone while driving, you could save money with Progressive Snapshot. But saving or not, just put it down. And if you did hear it the first time because you weren't looking at your phone, nice work. You'd love Snapshot from Progressive because it rewards safe drivers. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in California and North Carolina or from all agents. What's good, everybody? This is Devin White, a.k.a. The Gentleman, and you are listening to the Summit State of Mind podcast with the commissioner and the GM. Let's get it. Let's circle back to you now, my guy. Look, Mm -hmm. The tournament. Let's talk about this. This is how we all kind of met, you know, because like we, 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 I knew your name, but I didn't know too much about you. But kind of right. like, because I did recognize some of those people that were on the court and you were one of them. I was able to recognize yeah. you. But look, you, you came in and you showed everyone in Houston that you were an absolute force to be Thanks. reckoned with, right? $10,000 in your pocket. How did you first? Hey, put that one time. There you go. Yo, <laughs> no, bro. Seriously, I'm gonna be real with you, man. When when I saw that, when I saw that post, that I saw that you won, and I saw that I saw you like cheesing, it and you were just like, "Yo, man, that's my bag." And I was like, "Bro, my dude deserves like he can say whatever the f he wants." He just came up against 32 hoopers, like all around, like different states, and he he didn't just win. Like he friggin' like. Like you rolled, like you were yeah, rolled. Facts. So <laughs> I just want let's let's start from the beginning of this. So so how did you first hear about this this illustrious tournament? Because I think this tournament's fitting to pop off. But how did you first hear For about T sure. Max tournament, the OBL? You know it's crazy, bro. Like I was okay. So I was literally finishing my season up in Romania. I was playing um, in uh, in a small city called Ploiesc, right outside of the capital of Bucharest. We were. We had literally just got eliminated from playoff contention. We were ninth, number ninth seed, and we were fighting to get an AC. But we literally, and I remember, I don't know the exact date, but it was like a Monday. We had two games left. We had a game on Monday night, 
we had a game on Friday night. The tournament, the OBO tournament was that Saturday, which I believe was the first, if I'm correct. So we had won the game on Monday night in, in Romania, and then we just got news that we had was not able to make the playoffs. So literally, after the game we won, I checked my phone just randomly. Like, I just checked my phone. I look down, I see T-Mac, this DM from Tracy McGrady. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I go to my team, I'm like, wait, is this T-Mac for real? Like, I had to go you love to hear it, bro. You love to hear it, man. <laughs> like, I'm in, I'm in Romania. This is like, like he DM me. This is like at midnight. I'm in the middle of Romania. I'm just like, wait, why is T-Mac DMing me? And so I open the DM up. I, I read through basically their personal personalized invitation to the tournament uh you gave me a rundown of the entire league and how you know we set up you know obviously me the, the thing that stood out to me he was like yo the winner of houston takes 10k the winner of the whole thing takes 250 i was like wait what so you know it, like I'm, I'm literally like stunned but I, I read the dates and the dates don't line up for me mm-hmm. um it's it, coming from europe to the states it, it's going to at least take you an entire full day just to get over here God, so yeah. literally the next morning we get a we get an update and they update our schedule they're like yo because you're all the playoffs you guys game your last game will be moved to wednesday which is like the 28th so in my mind, I'm just like thinking like, wow, there's actually a chance. Because at first there's like, there's no way I'm going to make it. It's like, it's a, it's a great setup. Like our last game was the 29th. The next day is the tournament. There's no way I'm going to get out there, from, you know. But literally we got that update. And now I'm thinking like, wait, this is actual, like this is actually, actually could be a thing. Like I could actually make it to Houston. So our game get, gets moved up to Wednesday and now I'm I'm texting, I'm messaging the GM of my team. I'm like, yo, I gotta, I gotta do something very important. I didn't want to slow key between us. I didn't want I didn't tell them about the OBO. I didn't want them to be like, <laughs> uh, like, yo. <laughs> like I didn't want them to like I didn't I didn't want to I didn't want to let them know like I was gonna I'm I'm leaving the team to go make some more money. Like I didn't want to <laughs> right, right, right. I respect it, man. You do what you got to do for yourself. You gotta bro. Take care of you. This is your brand, bro. <laughs> this is your brand, man. I had to do what I had to do. So I'm texting the GM and I message. I'm like, yo, right after the game, Wednesday night, we need to get, I need to get, be on the first flight back to Houston. Cause I got, I got something big I have to do. You know, I want to be a part of. And so I barely got, you know, barely got the flight information. I barely made it. Shout out to my guy, Lyle Brown. He's like the, one of the main coordinators of the OBO. He saved my spot for me. He's, I was like the last, one of the last two spots to actually get in. So shout out to my boy LB, man, for getting me, getting me in. And so, like, like I said, I was one of the last two spots to get in. I was able to get to Houston like late Friday night, almost like midnight. Um, I landed and I was in bed like at 2 a.m. The tournament started the next morning. I had to be there at 8 a.m. And then you know, I just put, I, I woke, I went to sleep, put my big boy pants on, made my coffee the next morning. And it was on, it was on and popping. Hey, <laughs> man. So, so let me get the, let me get this straight. So my man goes through and he goes through his whole season with his, with his contracted team. For sure. First flight out. Mm-hmm. You arrive that night. Mm-hmm. Roll out of bed. And you had, you had vengeance, basketball and money on your mind that morning. All three on my, I was, I was, I was, I woke up with trouble on my mind. 
Let's hey my, my man. Look, I love let's it. talk about that. I love let's, it. Let's talk about that. I want to talk about that. Your experience just being just with 32 competitors all vying for that that spot, man, for that throne. Mm-hmm. And just your overall experience, just kind of being in that type of environment. I guess the difference too, because this is this isn't five on five. Like you're so used to that setup. You've been doing right. this your, your whole career, your right. whole career from high school career. even. So like to the change of that from a five on five to one on one. Like what was the change and like how how did you like not adjust? I guess not even adjusting because I mean let's be real, all basketball players should be able to do some some. Some OBL, right? There's got to be a little sure. OBL inside in you if you're going to be a competitor. But, like, what was your experience overall in that? I mean, to be honest, it wasn't as easy as I thought, um, to be honest. Like, people – like, the, like the people, the staff that were there, I was telling them my story, and they were asking me, uh, oh, well, they were like, yo, where you just came from playing pro ball, so you should be good. I'm just like, yeah, I'm good, but, like, like let me remind you guys, I'm literally getting off of a – 15 hour flight i'm jet lagged my legs are heavy like you know i'm like my my body is like like tore up from just the travel so it was actually uh not only a physical adjustment but definitely just like a mental adjustment i had to keep pushing myself i was t- i was dead tired i don't know if you guys seen the video like when i finally made the shot i literally wasn't even thinking about the money i was just like oh my gosh i'm tired you know, <laughs> yeah, I saw that you didn't really celebrate like like my man. You were just like and then you kind of just like hung there for a second. Like everyone ran to you, but you were just like, yo, bro, carry me. Like I felt like that was like how you were like like a weight off your shoulders. Right. For sure. No, no, no. For sure. I mean, but like that entire week, I kept telling myself like, John, OK, you have to extend your season until Sunday. Just get just get to Sunday and you'll be fine. I just kept telling myself that get through get through Saturday and Sunday. Your season is going. Everybody else's season is done. Your season is going to go to Sunday. And I just kept telling myself. And so, like, when I was at, finally at the finish line, I um, I was just like, like you said, it's a weight off my shoulder. But, like, the entire OBL, like, like I said, it was tough. Like, the, I mean, we're talking about 32 guys competing for $10,000, you know, flat cash. Like, no extras, no, nothing more, nothing less cash. Like, the, the last man standing. So, like, these, it's a bunch of. Like guys, some guys that play pro, some guys that don't, but just because it's one-on-one, like you said, it's not five on five. Difficult thing about one-on-one is you there's no breaks. Like, mm. and and the way the 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 tournament format is set up, you have a 12-second shot clock. You shoot it, you can get your office rebound, it does not reset. So no matter what, after 12 seconds, it's gonna go to the other to the opponent. So with that being said, it's a very high intensity, high, fast paced type of game you got to be in real shape so like i was like everybody there was dead tired so you have to really really be in shape like i said it's not five on five you can't hide on defense you can't take breaks off take plays off so you know in my approach i was just trying to you know like use my experience in you know pro ball and try to adjust to every opponent like there were some opponents that were more physical than others i would i would use that to my advantage i would get to the rim get you know two or three fouls now i'm at the free throw line or, you know, there were, uh, there were different guys that were not as physical, you know, playing off, you know what I mean? I'm sure, you know, these are, these are, these are like college threes. The, 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 the court we're playing was like college three-point line too. So you gotta, you know, I <laughs> had that to my, I, but all these psychological things I'm thinking of just to try to get to the, you know, the finish line. And so without giving all my secrets, I, I definitely had a game plan going into it and I was able to execute <laughs> I definitely I, I listen we can revisit when I win the 250 and I can give y'all the whole layout of my game plan, but I gotta get there first. 
I can't, there you I, go. There you go. No, seriously, I can't wait, man, because like, like low key, like we're we're gonna try. Like we're trying. Me and my brother is like a media. We're trying to get to Vegas as well. So if we get there, we'll link up. We could do something live right there, like right then right and there, there. I'm down. I'm Love super it. down. We can, and we can do it in person too, so it'll be even better. Like we can get something live going. Like we can get that off and pop in. That'll be great. But like, dude, like, so you came when you came in, and you had like all of this set up, and you you know you had all of this like in your mind and everything. Like by the time that you had got to the end, like that second day what was this what was the significant difference of getting from like the round robin setup to the to when mm-hmm. you got to that final because like, it was was it one and done because it was it was one and done one and done one wow. and done was, what, was and the, done. what was the score was it still going to seven or was this um nine nine, nine. okay oh, ones and two ones and twos to nine Ooh. one and f- done oh like, yeah yeah like, it, it, the second day was actually it was it, it, it and this is just my opinion the second day the in it, I don't want to give out all the secrets, but I'll I'll, I'll share it with you guys. Oh, man, I appreciate it, that. It, it, <laughs> man, it all comes down to cardio. You got to think like the first day, you're I played literally seven games starting from nine a.m. to five a.m. Like you know, seven games of one on one, and in a, you know I would have a game like at nine thirty, and then I have another game at ten thirty or maybe at noon or something. So like you're there the whole day. You're on your feet. You're watching other competition. And so the first day is tough, like, but the second day it's, it's tougher because it's not, you're recovering from the first day. You got to wake up at the same time. We're not kids anymore. This is not AU, like, right. Right. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta have that, 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 what is it? That post stretch and you gotta like recover. Man, man hurts, that right? second day is tough. You know what I mean? Like it's more built up pressure, the spotlight. And like I said, shout out to Lyle Brown, shout out to Rashad Floyd. The entire production, this, the, the entire staff, they've done a phenomenal job. Like, you get there on the second day, it's the entire gym is black and the, the spotlight is on the court. Like, so now you got like 100 cameras watching you on the court. You got your, you got your people, you got the other people's people, you got people talking mess. It's, it's like, it's, it's this OBO league is, is really, really unique and it's really dynamic. And, and it's going to be a thing to be reckoned with. Like not only now, but in the future, like it's a big time platform, and and I mean, like you guys will see it if you guys get an opportunity to come to Vegas. I'm super no, we are super psyched, you know, to see what the possibilities of that. But look, yo, you, uh, I know that we have other, there's like other cities that's gonna end up, you know, pushing forward in the next like yeah. coming like weeks and months. Mm-hmm. But how was it? You know, you got to see the comp in uh, Atlanta. You got to see Mr. Glenn Ri- was it Glenn Rice was it Glenn Rice Jr. No, no, Glenn-, Glenn Rice Jr. Mr. Glenn Rice Jr. <laughs> who also took the crown in the ATL. But how was it seeing Atlanta's competition? Man, it was good, and 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 that's another thing I want to mention about this league, um, and about this team, the team that organizes and and, and controls the league. Like these guys are allowing us, the winners, to go to other cities to scout the competition. You know what I mean? So they're giving us a, a possible advantage. And for me, for me, I'm the first winner. So now I get to go to every other city and watch. <laughs> That's dope, like, man. That's dope, though. It's nothing like being the first <laughs> to do it. You know what I mean? Like, I, now I get to go to watch every uh, all the other cities and watch these guys compete. And Atlanta was really, really good. Um, um, a, lot, uh, a lot more, I will say, a lot more fiery than it than the scene was in Houston, like a lot more competitive from the standpoint of like guys are in each other's face. Like security had to break guys up. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, it, it, it's seemed, yeah, get, it seemed like it's gonna it's gonna get more wicked as we continue to uh, go on, evolve on this tour. Like we got stops in New York, 
DMV, uh, uh, Oakland, California, LA. So like, especially like these East Coast cities, like New York, uh, uh, Washington DC, like it's gonna get real gritty. We have Chicago this weekend coming up. It's gonna get real gritty. Like I like I imagine like you know what I mean. Like it's gonna be real physical and real. Like these guys are gonna get after it. So for me, it's it's good to go see the other competition. Atlanta was really really good and i'm expecting to see uh, a higher level as we continue t-mac took care of the h man he knew he was like the h is gonna get the first because the h is gonna get a chance to to check out the rest of the competition you're gonna go and i'm assuming john my boy you're gonna be going to every city my guy right absolutely i, I got two video on the line i gotta i, I gotta pull up to every city <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a little mini vacay you know what i'm saying a little scouting trip get to enjoy a little trip. bit of dinner you know Scouting trip, man. I'm I'm all good, man. Shout out to my shout out to my OBLT. They treat me good, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's awesome, man. So before we end here, one last question before we end off. So let's say you know we're in July, we're in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Tell the people one time, who is gonna take home that two hundred fifty thousand dollar cash prize? Oh man, that's very easy, man. Your boy John Jordan, H Town, Texas, most city's finest will be the last man standing in this year's OBL um, one-on-one basketball league. I will hold the crown. I will take the cash home. It's going to be lit. I hope you guys are there. I hope everybody's there. Man, it's, y'all don't want to miss it. It's, it's going to be deep. It's going to be still competition. I mean, we in Las Vegas and July, Summer League going down. It's a lot of stuff in Vegas mm-hmm. going yeah. down at that time, man. It's going to be star-studded. Uh, I, I must say, when Atlanta popped out and showed love. Shout out to Big Tigger, the the guy with the the, the TikTok guy, the baby. His, yep. Like all these guys <laughs> started showing up out of nowhere. So Larry Sanders, shout out to Kimmy Matumbo. Yeah, Larry Sanders, I, that's right. Vegas will be star studded. You guys don't want to miss it. You guys don't want to miss seeing me take home that cash prize. Two fifty on the line. Let's go. Let's <laughs> you go. It, you heard it here one time, guys. And I'm gonna tell you something right now. Like, and I, you know, us being from Houston. I mean, we're not we're not biased, but if that we're gonna be biased. John Jordan, our pick to take de- to take that prize, two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. The first inaugural champion of the H Town is gonna go to Vegas. That's gonna be our pick, the GM. We're gonna pick you for sure. You are gonna be that guy. We got you. We are so excited to see this journey as it progresses. John, thank you so much for coming on our podcast. We truly appreciate. It. We gotta have you back on, man. We gotta see this journey. As it unfolds, we should probably just start out bringing this out in parts, man. A little, a little like a little podcast diary one time with John Jordan getting him ready for Vegas, man. Man, let me, <laughs> let, me, let me know how y'all want to do it, man. Y'all can pull up, see my preparation. Shout out to my guy, STF, Jason Turk, Keen Williams, my trainers. I'm taking this serious. This is like, you know, it's a big deal to me. Like, you know. I love it because, you know, you're right, though, because T-Max said it best, man. 250000 on the line. You're not sharing this with anybody. This is all going. This is all um, going to you. Listen, and then the t- and shout out to T Max, shout out to the OBL crew, man. That the next couple of days, I think it was, I won the tournament Saturday. That 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 deposit hit. What was it Tuesday morning? And it was all there. So I was like, <laughs> <laughs> so unreal, I was like, man. Like, it's a real, OB, OBL hoops is real. Like you know, it's real. It's here to stay. Shout out to everybody there. That's awesome, man. I'm so, I'm so psyched, dude, because I know that, like, even as as we end this off, like, T-Mac, I know he did say this one time he, on our interview. He wanted to take this global, man. If we can get this global, John, 
you may be able to see some people you may have seen in your past all around the world, my guy, and you may have to, you know, battle it out with them. So I can't wait to see what, what happens as it continues to progress, man. I'm super, super psyched. John Jordan at the summit one time. John, let me roll out the red carpet for you one time. Give us any shout outs, any plugs, anything you want to say in regards to just your brand, yourself, anything you want to get out here on this podcast. Man, shout out to all my, my peoples, all my families, my loved ones. Shout out to my boy, Akeem Williams. You see, I wore his gear, man. Shout out to Power Vision. And I'm going to let you guys know, I'm also coming out this summer with a vertical jump program. I would not only be teaching, you know, the youth or whoever is, you know, want to be athletic, want to increase their athleticism. Uh, I, I w- I'll be teaching those guys not only how to jump higher, but the correct, the re- correct um, technique and Injury prevention is going to cover all that. It's going to let you guys know some of my most important training techniques. It's going to be big time, high level vertical jump program coming out this summer for sure. You know what I mean? And I, and you guys will be the first to know I'm planning on playing also in a, with a, in the TBT as well. So, you know, we, we, it's a new organization, new team. We're getting all the details ready. So mm-hmm. I'm not only going to win the OBL tournament, I'm going to turn around the back door and win the $2 million TBT tournament. It's going to be a good summer, man. I can't wait to see you guys. <laughs> I love it. Summer. I love it. <laughs> I'm calling it down. It's going to be a There you go, bro. Summer. There you go, bro. I like that. <laughs> Bring the energy, John. Like, I'm telling you right now, man, this is going to be the summer of John Jordan right here, man. 2020, sure. calling your name, my guy. Take over, man. The takeover vertical jump program coming soon, though. A lot of people have been waiting on it. I've been, you know, kind of giving snippets out. You know, you know, I got a gift to share with the world, and I, and I will, and it's going to come out soon. Awesome, man. I'm super excited. Do you have a is there like a website, anything to go off right now, or do you already are we going to hold that off for the future? Yeah, no, I'm going to hold it off for a second when I get everything, when I get everything together. You know, okay. I, mean, I, I make sure I blast it out. You guys are for sure get the information. It's going to be dope, though. I'm working on it now and I'm working on all the details. It's going to be it's going to be something for real. It's, I want it to be not only for people here in Houston or, mm-hmm. or people wherever, but, you know, wherever any country I go to, I want the I'm going to get it translated to in different languages. It's going to be some it's going to be dope for real. You heard, dope, it, man. you heard it here first, man. Vertical yeah. jump program one time by by the author, the host, the winner of the $10,000 cash prize in Houston of the OBL future champion. Yes, sir. Ah, I like that. $10,000 cash prize. John Jordan at the summit. Thank you so much, John. We really appreciate it, dude. We really appreciate it so much. And uh, we'll link up with you in the future for sure. We're going to get, can definitely have you on. You are guaranteed another spot on this show. We got to get you back on. Love the energy. Love the effort. Love just, just the vibe that you provide for our podcast. Yes, we appreciate it, man. Thank you. Thank you all for having me for real. Progressive Snapshot can save you money based on how you drive and how much you drive. So the safer you drive, the more money you could save. Now, if you didn't hear that because you were looking at your phone while driving, let me say it again. Seriously, put down your phone. That is so unsafe. If you didn't do stuff like use your phone while driving, you could save money with Progressive Snapshot. But saving or not, just put it down. And if you did hear it the first time because you weren't looking at your phone, nice work. You'd love Snapshot from Progressive because it rewards safe drivers. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in California and North Carolina or from all agents. The Summit.